You are listening to Youth Mike Booth. Youth Mike Booth. Youth Mike Booth. You are listening to Youth 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 You are listening to Youth Mike Youth Mike Booth. This is a creative writing podcast made by young and bright Canadians. In today's episode, grade 12 student Celia Mercan recounts a harrowing personal memoir about learning to ride the waves on the frigid North Shore of Lake Superior. And now enjoy The Big Lake. I'm not one for extreme sports. I prefer to stay in my comfort zone and stick with the same sports I've played since I was a kid. The thought of going into the water and riding the enormous waves that were crashing onto the shore of Lake Superior that November day sent chills down my spine. I had never surfed. I thought, what if I suck at it? The air was cool and sudden gusts of wind hit the only exposed part of my body, which was unfortunately my face. I was fully suited up in my thick, cold water wetsuit, along with gloves on my hands, a tight hood over my head, and neoprene boots to protect me from the uber-cold water. Lake Superior's temperature isn't exactly pleasant in the winter season, or any season, that is. My anxious thoughts took the place of my rational ones, and the big lake that I grew so familiar with, living on the north shore of it my whole life, had suddenly become my greatest fear. I approached the pebbled shore, board tucked under my arm. The violent waves crashed against the rocky shoreline. The transition into winter had just begun. Impudent, swelling waves surrounded me, and I quickly realized what I was getting into. The movement around me continued while I stayed vulnerable. This beach was powerful and unforgiving, behaving in its own way to frighten me. With these conditions, I began to wonder, what if my wetsuit doesn't keep me warm enough? What if I get absolutely pummeled and can't get back on my board? The surfers were 30 feet out in the water, duck diving under the massive rollers and catching the biggest and fastest waves. I felt so small and out of place. I stood ankle deep as water filled my neoprene boots. The waves were so powerful and reckless as they crashed against my legs. The pull was so strong, they could almost drag my feet out from under me. I proceeded, now knee deep. I laid flat on my board, facing forward, and began to paddle. No matter how far I made it out, the oncoming waves just kept pushing me backward. I had to paddle harder, faster, and stronger if I was going to make it past those heavy sets. I avoided the waves by ducking under them, slowly and exhaustingly making progress. Little by little, I made it further out into the water. Then suddenly, a monstrous wave came out of nowhere. I watched in fear as it rose up like a wall, only to curl itself over me. In a second, I knew it was going to happen before it did, and I gasped in shock. I was stunned as the massive wave dumped me off my board and sent me plunging into the fast-moving water. Frigid water rushed out my nose in force, and my exposed face felt immense cold. I swam up for air as quickly as I could, but another wave followed right behind it. It pushed me right back down again, just like the first one had. By then, I was exhausted from fighting against the waves, only to realize they would keep coming. I was caught in the breaking zone, and after the third plunge, I felt defeated. My leash tugged my leg as my board got swallowed up. I was worried that it would come off and I would be stuck out there without my board, helpless. I reeled my board in towards myself and got back on immediately. I was back at the start all of a sudden, washed up on shore. Given the amount of effort I put into getting myself out of the water, I decided it wasn't all for nothing. I set off to paddle out again. Adrenaline rushed through me as I remained strong and stable. However, 
There I was again. I was caught in another gruesome cycle of being thrown off my board and washed ashore. I was exhausted, half drowning. How long have I been out here, I thought. I wasn't nearly out far enough to turn my board around in preparation to catch a wave. Should I go back? Should I give up? I doubted myself, but I kept going. Me versus the big lake. I felt so helpless and exposed. The waves were taller than me and stronger than me. I felt entirely consumed by the water. Keeping an eye on my turnaround point, I paddled hard. As long as I kept moving, I was going to make it. Looking back onto shore, I saw small, black, wetsuit figures. I could hear their woots and cheers. They're watching me, I wondered anxiously, as I was being tossed and pummeled by the water. I felt a sense of embarrassment, but I laughed. A fellow surfer darted past me, giving me a shaka hand sign. His arms effortlessly scooped the water to propel himself forward. He made it look so easy. He's definitely not a beginner, I thought. I followed behind him, and I had finally made it out far enough from shore that I could shift my board to face the beach. I stopped and saw the rippled surface of the blue water surrounding me. I embraced it. Those conditions made being on the lake so chaotic, yet I felt alive and fully free. I felt like a child, playing and delighted. Toward the horizon, there was a large wave coming. I set off to catch it. My fear and anxiety now turned into determination and excitement. With my adrenaline pumping, I paddled hard, ignoring my aching arms. I felt the wave's initial push, and I quickly propped myself up on one knee. Ice-cold water splashed up at my face. My body was wobbling on the frame of my board as I glided across the water. I slowly pushed my body upright. With one foot in front of the other, I was standing. I heard the other surfers on shore clapping. Beaming from ear to ear, I was thrilled to be surfing. My board moved so quickly through the choppy, uneven waters, and I felt like I was flying. I tried to maneuver through the water as smoothly as possible, but I lost balance and tumbled off, face planting into the lake. I felt the refreshing, cool sensation of the water around me, as a feeling of uneasiness left my body now that I had finally done what I was so afraid of, surfing the big lake. I made it back to shore, and all of those unfamiliar faces that I was so intimidated by at first were now my supporters, my companions. I felt a sense of belonging. Good job out there, said the Shaka guy, giving me a high five. A feeling of joy and relief came over me. I was proud of myself. Even though I was the youngest and least experienced surfer in the group, the inclusivity and support was incredible. The stoke was shared by all, and that brought us all together in a special way. I went out again and again that day, even with the rain pouring and the wind howling. I got tossed and hurled, and I felt like I was drowning, but I laughed through it all. For once, I didn't care to be the best athlete, the best surfer. There was no competition, only stoke and passion and determination and perseverance. I still don't surf to be the best. I don't surf to impress others. I surf because it makes me feel alive. So what do you admire most about Great Lakes surfers? Um, the determination, I think, is like we all share that. Like we're all different skill levels and stuff, but we all go out together and like we're all determined to catch a wave and even if we don't it's still fun and we just go out and we have a blast so it like I said it's super physically demanding and I'm like not strong enough like it takes so much effort to just like paddle and like actually move so <laughs> but like I still enjoy it so thanks for listening